Everybody got a dream. Listen to me. Everybody has a dream, but not everybody got a grind. You are where you are because of how you think. And if you were to change your thinking, you would change your world. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined by the honorable doctor, good doctor, hmm. huh? Hmm. Eric Thomas, the third, the fourth, what is it, the fifth? I Eric, wish it was something. E.T. the fifth. Yeah, I wish it was something. Is in the building along with the Barbados sensation. What up? My what brother up? from another mother, Carl. How you feeling, man? Oh, good, man. Michigan got 70 degrees this week. We oh, real good. 70 degrees. You gotta love 70. 70 is perfect. 70 is, is right where you need to be. Um, let's just jump right into it. The new segment, Am I Tripping Or? And this one was, it caught me off guard and Carl had to help me with the name. But Am I Tripping Or? Did a Major League Baseball player walk away from a $13 million contract because they told him he couldn't bring his son to work. Hmm. 13, I just want to make sure you said 13 million. I think it was 13 million dollars. 13 million dollars. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get the name. Core beliefs. Adam, yeah. Adam LaRouche. Adam LaRouche. Core beliefs. Yep. Chicago yeah. White Sox. LaRouche, LaRouche. I don't yep. follow baseball much, but my man turned on a 13 million dollar contract because apparently they had a, a problem with his, him bringing his 14 year old son to work. And um, man, I'm I'm like wow. That that was uh, it caught me off guard. Now, Carl E and I had an interesting text debate, and he was, you were saying you could see both sides. And I guess for me, I didn't really see both sides because I'm saying, yo, my man, not a banker. This is not necessarily a you know what I'm saying, like a corporate job. It's baseball. Kids love baseball. Like baseball is about the kids. It's, it's a million kids at the game. So you say you understand the other side. What, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm just saying, you know, I'm a CEO and I understand how, you know, having children can impact, you know, the vision or, you know, like the environment, the work environment. You feel me? So for you, mm-hmm. you bring in your son. That's your son. Mm-hmm. You probably love my man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have no issues with my man. But the other baseball players, you know, there might be guys, you know, on the team who may be, it may be a distraction for them, you know, in whatever way, I don't know, you know, but I just know that when I worked at Michigan State University, I couldn't bring Jalen to to my job with Mm -hmm. me, you know what I'm saying, like, so is it cool just because it's baseball, you know what I'm saying, is it cool, it's a job. But you you feel me, those other kids there. Yeah, but it's not like, what the manager was saying was, or the owner was saying, yeah, they are there, but you, he's here every, sing, every single game, every single day, the entire time. Yeah. And that could serve as a distraction. Yeah, no, I feel you, but I'm saying baseball players play like 180 games. Absolutely. That's like half the year. So, I mean, like, my man, I feel his pain. Like, it ain't like, you know, football, you know what I'm saying, 16 games. Yeah. So you're not necessarily on the, and half of those are at home. Oh, absolutely. So when you're training, you go to the crib. Yeah, for sure. So you know what I mean? Like, I'm just looking at it from a standpoint of, with your schedule being that rigorous, if my man want to bring his son on the road and get him a tutor, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. So I, I commend him. Either way, I think we all commend oh, we him. we commend him 100%. For standing sure. by his But I'm values. just saying, it's easier for you to say that, and I don't mean you, yeah. but it's easier for people who are employees 
to say something. But the employer has a perspective as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so as the employer, like, wow, yeah, we love you and we love your family and we want your family to be happy. And we don't you 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 decided to join a profession that's 182 game. Like yeah. you made that choice yeah. and you knew that uh, the one of the risks that comes with that is being away from home. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So you think all the other professions where people have to get on the road on a regular basis and have to lead their family. Now, now they're making good money. And that's one of the luxuries of having one of those type of jobs where you're not at home. When you do go on the road, you know, you probably make a little bit more money than the person that's stationary in most, you know, cases. So I'm just saying I can see though as a boss yeah. saying like, yo, man, we didn't like we never agreed to that. We never talked about that. We never signed up for that as a as an organization. And now you just take liberties to have my man in this. Like you just got him here. Like we didn't agree to it. We didn't like that's not fair. We agreed to your contract. We agreed to your roles, responsibilities. Yeah. Like and so now here you go, just imposing your will on us with your child. So like I said, right. I would probably do the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. Because um, I took Jalen on the road with me when I traveled. I was about to say, FYI, yeah, I was, I was yeah. little Trey Trey about to start rolling. Yeah. If somebody got a problem with it, yeah. say something now. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to play me. Right. Talking about, oh, she always got Trey with her. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Go and tell me right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So I took Jay with me. Right, right, I took Jay with me, but I'm just saying it still doesn't mean the. it might have been a few people. Michigan State, Murray wasn't tripping. Right. Murray embraced him. They had people there to help me out. But there were other institutions, let's be real, that weren't happy about yeah. it. It was like, yo, we conducting business. Why is your son here? And I had to say, like, because I want to be in his life. Yeah. So it, 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 there were a few places that had some problems with it. So I didn't say the owner was right or wrong. I just said I could see his yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I got I, you. I was going to say, that's the deepest part for me. Like, bump the owner, bump the discussion. Like, my man just took a stand mm -hmm. that's out of this world. Yeah. It wasn't no money. I was just thinking, like, yo... What does his son grow up thinking about his dad? Like, my man put me on a value that, like, I'm, you're talking about $13 million. Yeah, he like, might want to be president one day. Something, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the you know value saying? that Probably his dad turned down $13 million. Yeah, right. you big. So you got, you got to do it big. But I'm hoping he do it big. I'm hoping he'll <laughs> turn out to be a little bad little bum. You know what I'm saying? Your father rich 13 But I'm thinking some organization... That is into family. Uh, they probably I'm about to work for with that. my man. I'm saying right. some yeah, other they team won't my, my man. They so about to bring him on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some owner that's like uh, his kids. Oh, yeah, with them yeah. since he was a little. He's yeah. like, come on, come. You can come with us, and it's not going to be any argument. So that's another thing I do want to say to people. Like I think sometimes people don't stand up for what they believe. Or they don't stay true to their core values. They compromise mm -hmm. because they do feel like if I don't compromise, I'm gonna lose out. Yeah. And my thing is, I believe that if you stand up for what you believe, maybe not initially, but at some point, if you make that type of sacrifice for your core values and what you believe, a door is going to open and somebody is going to put you in a position where you can do both. And I think when you look at ETA, I mean, that's the beauty of our company. In many regards, you can do both. Breathe mm -hmm. you. I'm looking at stuff and breathe you that I'm like, yo, I wouldn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, speak about that or do that. Right. But you're in you are in amongst a community that's like, yo, you be you. And we're not going to make you feel bad about being who you are. So yeah, for those of you out there, man, that got some rich core values and stuff you think you need to stick with, don't get so caught up on money and being a slave 
to all of that. Man, stand up for what you believe and be willing to, you know, put your money where your mouth is and say, it's a real belief to me. The last piece, I see C-Ray gonna move on. The last piece is somebody's willing to give my man 13 million. Yeah. So that means he's been putting some work yeah. in. He got yeah. some value somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, he gonna be all right. Left hand pitching. Carl uh, can tell when yeah. I'm ready to move on. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw yeah, no it. I, I saw it. I didn't saying that. Yeah, 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 it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This, the 11, <laughs> this is what you call the 11. No, we way past that. We're going to be at about 18. Yeah, so yeah. you feeling him now. Maybe it took <laughs> no, no. about 12. Yeah, Carl said last piece because I can see C ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was. That's crazy. Like, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I want to talk about something else and somebody else who stuck by their core values. And I think the information came through the wire yesterday and he sent it to me on the text, and we both just kind of like, wow. But for those of you who don't know and haven't heard, Giovanni Ruffin yeah. just got signed to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know who Giovanni is, um, the video, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, the guru story, going out to the beach, meet you there at 4 a.m., that whole speech that Giovanni took and then was working out to the guy who was actually working out on the beach to the stuff we talked about, the video that went viral. Obviously, you know, they've been good friends of ours and we've supported him. He supported us on this journey since then. But many people don't know E that when Giovanni did that video, he wasn't doing it to be cute. He was actually doing it, you know, because the, the, the message inspired him so much and his ultimate goal of playing in the NFL had fallen short at that time. We're talking about years ago. How many Bro, years ago did that something. come out? It's so long ago, I don't remember how long ago it was. Somebody That's can. Can least, you find out when that video when, when that was years. uploaded? Yeah. yeah, just find out. I just want to know for the date. Because, you know, when I heard it, I was like, wow. And to me, it was similar to my man sticking to your core values. My man was like, yo, I'm not stopping. You know what I'm saying? And for real, some people out there, you came up short. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You thought you was going to blow up. You had a great business idea. You launched all your stuff, and it didn't go like you thought it was supposed to go. And in six months, you gave up on it. But yeah, yeah, and, and went to something else. Right. You and went to saying? something else because you said this can't possibly work. Yeah. You know, but here is somebody who stuck with it, man, and he got a shot with the Seattle Seahawks, and I saw it come through, man, and I was almost in tears because I was like, Wow, what kind of grind is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, my man really put in work for a long time. And I can relate. We can relate as a company. How many years were we putting in work? And I remember, Carl, we used to say, oh, here go the big it's one. It's, it's like coming. Red Fox. It's the big oh, one. It's always, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming. We, I, I, we, thought we, was, oh, we thought it was coming. But it never really happened the way we thought it was going to happen. But we stuck to it. And similar to what Giovanni's going through right now, you know, he really just stuck to what he believed, yeah, man. And I'm goals. looking at 2011. Okay, cool. So that's fi that's wow. five years ago five that, years. that that video was put up, that wow. he was talking about that. And so, E, you actually um, got a chance to, you know, speak with him, not since he got signed, but just when he talked about that grind. And, you know, he what did he talk to you about and what kind of mental fortitude did he have back then? Well, you know, back then, you know, it was fresh. So he was coming off the video hype. You know what I'm saying? He was coming off the video knowing he was going to the league, you know, because he, he was putting in work. And he did have so many, you know, programs looking at him because of the video. You, you know what I'm saying? But it didn't work out. He ended up doing a Canadian ball. That didn't work out, you know. So I'm going to be real with you, see. I, I, I just thought, my man, like, that's it. You're going to have to go into, like, you're going to have to be a physical trainer or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to go into right. something. Like, you're going to have to get something after all of these years of, grinding well I'm gonna be honest when I saw it, it was surreal like I couldn't even get 
emotional. I, I, I was just like, is this real? Like, I looked at the video like, is that, a, what kind of hat is that? You know what I'm saying? I was like, let me call one of my homies who used to play for the Dolphins, who went to Seattle now. Let me call one of my homies and see what the deal is because he just signed a big contract. So let me see if it's real. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be honest with you, I, I didn't really believe it, you know, but I'm so excited because... Not that you didn't believe it like he was lying, just you didn't believe it like I, I couldn't it, was, believe it, it happened. was amazing. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, believe it right. happened after all these years. Because right, right. for real, it's like with me, like 12 years to get a four-year degree, like a lot of people don't get it. Not, not only, like, forget that it took me 12 years and it's like, E, I can't believe it took 12 years. Statistically, when you don't do it after six, like it don't happen. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you usually if you don't get it in six years, you don't get it at all. Usually when you don't go to the NFL maybe a year or yeah. two after yeah, the yeah. Dra- like your draft possibility. Like right. that's it. Right. Like you don't wait to four years because it's fresh new kids mm-hmm. coming in every right. year. Right. So this is amazing because after five years, he did he actually elevated his grind. I saw him the other day lifting weights. He was lifting weights in the ocean. I'm like, he in the ocean lifting weights. Then he had the weights in the sand, and he was running out of the sand with the weights and running in doing like a 50 to 100 meter dash with weights on his body. So I was like, un- like, and so that's what blew my mind. I saw that video earlier, and then I saw him retweet. He was with Seattle, and I was like, yo, he never, hmm. he was on the beach, hmm. but he even took his beach performance to a whole level. And most of y'all, it's the opposite. The, the further you get away from your goal, the more you quit and give up. So the, so the more bleak it looks, the more he grinded. For you, the more bleak it looks, the, more, the, the less hope you have, the less grind you have, the less commitment you have. So, Drop the yeah. mic. Yeah. Drop the yeah. mic. Yeah. It's not, crazy. Hey, no, this me. podcast was brought to you. Where you going from there? Lord have mercy. I mean, for real. E, you just said it, man. Like, for real. It is really, it, it's just that. You know what I mean? It's just that. And you look at the work ethic and how it paid off. You know what I mean? And yeah. I you just that. think about athletes, though. I'm just saying, like, our yeah. grind is a grind. Like, you oh, get up no early. Doubt. But you're an athlete, like no you beating your body up dead in the day. He hit you three, four times a day. Oh, a you know what I'm saying? So it's, I feel you, Carl. You know it's a different It's a different I'm like, I'm like uh, uh, Giovanni, though. I, my hope with each bowl, my hope grows. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. You know yeah, no doubt. I get that much more energy. Oh, definitely want that bowl. As I bad gotta as you get that bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. So, so shout out to him, man. You know, uh, prayers with you. Yeah. You know, all the blessings with you, man. Hope, hopefully, he makes the final roster. But for those of you out there, man, who who know uh, what we're talking about and the guy we're talking about, man, just big ups to him. And like I said, just a good dude, class act. And you like to see good things happen to good people. You do. Um, so, yeah, shout out for that. Uh, I want to talk about something else. As Carl, I didn't know if you felt me. I was ready to go not, somewhere not else. This okay, one, all right, cool. I thought somebody was about to go get me a Chipotle bowl. Yeah, no, no, no. You well, know the way we had beefed it up. Black, yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to Black, uh, Young Black, ETA Young Black for the Gazelle Juice. He blessed everybody. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody. Um, but I did want to talk about. Man, I was tripping. So, Curry goes down in the first game. Now, wow. the West Coast games are too late for me to stay up. Wow. So, I, so Curry goes down yeah. in the first game. I guess he rolled his ankle or something, right? So, I'm like, wow. Okay, Golden State in trouble. My man hit, I mean, my man hit 400 and some threes throughout the regular Unbelievable, season. Bro. Putting up 40, 50 points a game. 
I'm saying, okay, Golden State in trouble now. Like, you done lost your best player. Yeah. Not only your best player, the best player in the league right now, you lost him, and they came out and still got the dub in game still two. Still got the dub. Did y'all see that? Yeah, Carl, I, I know you saw it. Uh, yeah. But Claire act like ain't none, none changed. None right. changed. Yeah, right. None changed. And, and I guess for me, guys, I'm looking like, Yo, when we talk about building a team. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm that's saying? That's it. Yep. Like every it's been curry, 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 curry. Yep. I curry, mean, you curry. all you heard every curry. single day curry. is curry, curry, curry. And in the playoffs, in the first round, they faced some major adversity. And my man, he didn't play a half, a quarter. My man was in a suit the entire game, and Golden State still got the, the, the dub. But watch he That's still like play, us though. going to a conference. Yeah. He getting sick and can't come. Me, Carl, LaShawna Tay, Maul, Black, like we just got to rock out. And murder it. And murder it. And, and we murder come it. out with the win. Yep. Woo! Like, yo, that's huge. Yep. That's huge. And I believe we talked about that earlier in one of the podcasts where we talked about Draymond and the role he plays. And that's why you have to build that team around you. And you got to understand that you had a video not that long ago, No Man is an Island. Yeah. And so for me, I was just looking at that going, wow, like, Yo, the Warriors ain't no joke. Like, that's a squad right there. You know what I mean? They straight took the Rockets out. And I know Rockets is the eighth seed, but they still in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? They still, still got Harden. You got James Harden. You got you Dwight Howard. Got Howard. yeah. You know, and they took them boys out. And I'm like, wow. So I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I don't know what your takeaways was from it. But I was bugging, I'm going to say this was my one of my biggest takeaways is that Steph was still playing the game even though he wasn't playing the game. Right. He was still cheering them on. He was still hype. You know, and some of you, you hype when you in the game. You hype when you oh, contributing. Sure. But when you not contributing, when you not the main man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you good when you could be that main man. But when you are asked to share the spotlight, now all of a sudden you got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden you not as excited as you were when you were physically in the game. Right. You can't cheer nobody else on. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't be nobody else's cheerleader. You can't be nobody else's support. You, you looking with envy when other people are shining, you not in that role to shine. And that's what stood out to me. Here's a kid that put Golden State on his back, not just on the court, but off the court. You know what I'm saying? And when it's time to celebrate his teammates, my man celebrating his teammates, like he the one in there. I mean, he was up the whole time like a coach. He was up cheering, you know, at that, making his little comments, you know, talking to his teammates, you know, so yeah, man, I am uh, mad ups to my man Steph Curry for being a model, uh, showing these young kids who want to go to the league, who want to be superstars, you know, mad ups for him showing class act, you know, that not only, not only am I able to be celebrated, but I'm able to celebrate others. Yeah, much respect for that. Much respect for that. Yeah, no, nah, man. Big big deal. So I think they got, what, game three coming up three tonight? tonight? It can't be tonight. It can't be? I'm just saying Pistons just playing game two. Oh, by the way, man, they, yeah, Pistons. Don't Pistons go there. I know. Don't go there, though. Don't go there. <laughs> I watched the first keep game. this podcast hey, yeah, I watched the first Because I don't want you to get okay. fined by the NBA. <laughs> okay, I don't want you to get I don't want to get fined. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ben Gundy got the 25. My Pistons did get robbed a little bit, uh, and Van Gundy. How you gonna? Hold on, they gonna find my man twenty five thousand dollars because he said LeBron get every call. Every right. First of all, how, how I'm getting fined for telling the truth? One. <laughs> Second of all, they asked him after the first quarter in the interview in the heat of the moment. 
I'm saying don't interview somebody right, right. there. It's not like you got a chance to go to the locker room, take a shower. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, think about it. Okay, you come out, you be a little bit more diplomatic. You ask me right in the middle of competition. Right. That's like you speaking in the middle of speaking. I come ask you something like, yo, you're not responsible for the answer you get right no, there. My mind's somewhere else. Yeah. I'm not thinking about talking to you. I'm trying to get to, you know, my squad to play at the next level. And so uh, the Pistons did play them tough, but yep. a loss is a loss. And they lost, so they, uh, I think they play in about an hour and four minutes. So we're going to catch the Pistons. Hopefully they can get some damage done tonight. But I do shout out the Pistons right now because they are playing hard. They got some young boys out there, and it's going to be a yeah, good they got a new. Yeah, they got a new. Um, hey, I saw yeah. a team again. Yeah. I saw a team again with that first yeah. game. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. real quick, I want to move into another segment. Uh, Carl and I have been talking about this segment. You know, we like to bring segments. Okay, to the I mean, whatever you want to you do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This segment is brought to you by uh, the ETA Media Team. Okay, all right, all right. Advancing media one day at a time. One day at a time. You feel me? It's brought to you, you by me? Ken. Ken, say hello to the people. Ken is back there. It's brought to you by the ETA Media Team. But this segment is called When Freestyling Goes Wrong. Wrong. And so what we actually have for you is me and Carl talked about it. And we, you know, he talks about all his messages being from the heart. And they are. There's no, no disputing no that. No right? doubt Some corner of the heart. All his messages are from the heart. And he doesn't write anything down, which in theory is a great practice. Right. But I want to let you know what Carl and I have to deal with when we get something that is from the heart, no doubt. Right. But factually incorrect. Right. I don't know how to say it any other way. There's no other way to say it. Other than to say factually incorrect. So he gets rolling and he's in the zone and sometimes the actual facts escape him. Now he'll have the premise right. But there may be some details that he and missed. the confidence. So I think we might have mentioned it before, but one time he was in the middle, middle of a very heated speech <laughs> heated. on civil rights <laughs> at the advantage, at the advantage forget. program, and he talked about how devastated <laughs> Rosa Parks was when her husband Martin Dr. Luther King, King died. <laughs> when Dr. King died, my bad, Coretta. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Yo, so that was just one example of what happened. But I was going through my phone the other day, and of course, when I'm going through to do the album or the mixtapes, right. I get a bunch of audio, right? And so the audio that I have, you know, I take it and I put it through a, you know, a system and figure out if the, it's the right chop or what I want to put out there. And I found one that was right. And so I got, you know, with my producers and we did a snippet. And I thought this would be a good snippet. You know, you got an album and then you got the full track. It's like three, four minutes. But I was like, man, I'll just get like, you know, this little minute and some change with a nice little beat behind it just to kind of rev the album up midway through or whatever. So I got it all set, ready to go. It's ready to go on the Dr. Thomas album. And something told me. Something. Right before. You released it. I put it on the album to go check and make <laughs> sure this E.T. was right. right. So I'll play the track for you, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss. So here's the, the lost track. The lost track. The lost track. The lost track. And it's called it's The Greatest. What I want you to do for me is I want you to find, I want you, the way you find that next level is you change your mentality. You get to a point, you get to a point that every single day, you're trying to find your best. Every single day you wake up, you never know what the big day is, and so you never take off because you never know what the big day is. What you just saw up there, Muhammad Ali, that was a mentality. So, okay, so I want to show you. When Muhammad Ali was young, he just bop, 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 he knocking you out. His first, first title he ever won, he was a young man, 19 years old. He fought against who? 
Sonny Listener, who was a champion at the time. And it was like, there's no way this 19-year-old is going to do it. I love Muhammad Ali. He had a different mentality. Watch what Muhammad Ali, do, Muhammad Ali does. He says to Howard Cosell, not only am I going to win, no, that's cocky. First of all, he says, at 19, I'm going to beat the heavyweight champion of the world. And so he said, what I want to do is, so y'all don't think it's a fluke, I'm going to beat him in five rounds. That's the next level. You're going to, at 19, you're going to beat the champion, and then you're telling us what round you're going to do it in. And guess what? He became the youngest heavyweight champion in the world. He knocked out Sonny Listener, and guess what round he did it in? He said, I must be the greatest. <laughs> All right, so you heard it. You heard it. Uh, yeah. He said it was the fifth round. Actually, he beat him in, I guess, the sixth round. He never made it to the seventh round. Uh, he didn't answer. Liston didn't answer the bell in the seventh round. So he beat him in the sixth round. So okay. I thought about leaving it on there. Like, y'all got to, from my perspective, I was like, yo, that's a high track. I got the beat. I should just leave it on there. But then... Everybody listening to this podcast, oh, no, everybody no. on Periscope, <laughs> E, did you know you got the round no. wrong? I, would, I didn't even want to get all of them emails and everything else. So I was like, let's take it off. And I probably would have left it on if E didn't place so much emphasis Into on it. Because he was like, and guess what round he beat him in? With the sexy. The fifth round. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was so hyped when I first heard it. And then when I went back, I was like, E threw way too much sauce on that. Like, sauce. He for sure. Sexy. Oh man, so he walk us through what's going through that mind. Like this the, the brilliant genius mind. When you had these th you just don't care or or you really think that that's it or you just kind of lose it and you like I'm going to just hey, well, I, I, are you too far right, in right, right. you just got to I think it's different on each one, but I think the challenge <laughs> with some with so like several. Yeah, no, it's several. <laughs> but here's the here's the here's the reality. The reality is there's some where I have gotten the information maybe from a weak source. And I'm like, I'm going with it. Like, I feel it, right? But there are other times. Look at Pini. Oh, no doubt. Or, or, my, or my, my, my uncle uh, Charles. Oh, yeah. for sure. He's like, eat more. Don't you remember when Shunny Lester, second round. Shunny Lester got Muhammad Ali told him. I know, because I was drinking a bowl. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my uncle told me. So I'm right, like, right. that's a credible source hey, to me. My out. uncle told me that he beat him in a minute. I wasn't watching it back then with black boy with black and white it's black and white you shut it listening so that's one but the other one is like for real you have so much like ADHD bro you have so many history stories in your mind so yeah. many facts and you get to rambling and they all kind of because because Coretta no disrespect <laughs> nobody don't say her name a whole lot Rosa was you know powerful in the movement Martin was powerful in the movement so I just combined oh, two great combined. civil rights <laughs> What if they would have been? Though? Oh, they kids. What a, they uh, kids. What a oh, wonderful world this would be. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man. But um, on a serious tip, though, man, I, I think it is like I hope y'all appreciate what he is able to give y'all from just the top of his head, you know, and in his heart. And so, I think E, you say it like it's not that you don't prepare; you prepare, but you live your life in preparation. And I think that's different than getting ready, you know what I mean, for, you know, like boxers going to training camp for, Four to yeah, for, uh, what, a couple months before, a month, I don't know, eight weeks before they actually fight, and then boom, they're in prime condition. But one of the things E has taught us, and I would say, you know, us as a whole team, is if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And so can you walk us through that process of, of when you started? Because we hear about the greats, you know, they say Jay-Z never wrote anything down. He would just rap off the top biggie. You know, those guys didn't use phones or pens. They just had it in them. 
Can you walk us through the process of staying ready as opposed to getting ready? Yeah, I think for me what happened though, I got I remember being, you know, at Oakwood and I remember them having like, you know, a plethora of speakers come in, you know, and address us. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is, man, for real. You're not necessarily being like overly critical, but after every presenter, people kind of talk. Yeah. Like, yo, how you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes be like, oh, I was right, that speaker. Right. You're like, oh, my man yeah. was fire. Oh, my man was straight. He was yeah. all right. And I realized people would say they were all right when most people read from a transcript. You mm. know what I'm saying? It was like, you could be like, oh, he was straight. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But it was kind of like, you know, cliche is almost like, oh, okay. I, I could end this sentence for him. You know, but there was a couple dudes that could do it. It was fire. But a lot of the dudes that wrote their stuff down and read it off, you could kind of sense that it what it, it didn't have that you know authentic you know just ah style t- flavor to it but you'd have dudes that would come in and tell stories right you know and people would walk out like oh that man that changed my life you know people running up to the altar or whatever and so i just noticed that when people spoke from the heart it connected with people in a way that when people read you know facts and you know information off a piece of paper it didn't really connect with people so I was like, yo, E, you do that naturally. But being in a university setting, initially I had challenges because I was out of the box at that time. I did have a different style. So while I knew it was relatable, mm-hmm. I also knew that in this environment is not necessarily valued. It's not appreciated by the hierarchy, you know, by the profession, the uh, professors, you know, and by some of the adults at large. They don't respect because they think of it as, oh, you're not prepared. Right. You're just rambling. Right. So it was a struggle for me because the students loved it. Mm-hmm. And I had to make up in my mind, who are you talking to? Are you talking to the professors? Are you talking to the administration? Are you talking to the staff? Or are you talking to the students? And once I made up in my mind, I'm talking to the students, I would just be like, E, this is what you need to do. Read as much as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, get up and pray. Get your, keep your mind right, right? Because another thing that would happen at the university level when we would travel, people would just be like, y'all know I do y'all like that. See, you ready? Go and give me five. So I had kind of grew up. I got the same five ready, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, these kids ain't heard this yet. Right, it's a strong five. the same five. You know? So for me, man, I just was like, yo, always be ready because you never know when people are going to call you and when you're going to be needed. And make sure it comes from the heart. Because even the best movies. Yeah, yeah. What do you call those uh, movies? Not just, um, not, not just. Um, uh, documentaries, but what's the other ones like? It's almost like based on a true story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. love the based on the true story boy, yeah. you know, because they feel like I can relate to that. So that's kind of why I did it. See, and it works. I mean, when you when you go to these conferences and stuff, you see where people are internalizing the message, and more importantly, they'll tell us six months later, a year later, like, "E, that changed my life," and I'm still living off of that message you gave, you know, six, eight months ago, that video. You got to speak to this for me, though. You have, and you've trained your mind almost in a unique way where you absorb information in a crazy way. And I'm telling y'all, working in the company, like literally, we get scared. He go on a trip, he see a new movie, he read a book, he just went on a prayer, anywhere he goes, like literally, he will just pick up one nugget somewhere and it'll be a three hour, like literal presentation uh, or we changing directions or we got to focus on this. You've trained your and mind. And me and Carl looking like, like we've here been we go with him again. the whole week. Yeah, here where we go. Like, where you get from? that from? We watched the same movie. Yeah, I like, think how that's one of that? the craziest things, Carl, is there's honestly times when he gets up and speaks and there's stuff I never heard. Yeah, for, serious. After like, 10 I'm like, years. yo, I've never, right. We've been uh, with him every day for 10 years uh, and it's stuff I'm like, yo, I never heard that. 
Like, I never heard him say that. So, like, so talk to us about that in terms of, like, seriously, and, and, and then just your ability to just adapt, too, because we'd be having a conversation literally driving to the event, and you will open the event with the exact thing we just talked about. Like, how, how do you just train your mind to do that? Yeah, well, I think for me, man, if I'm just going to be real, like, real simple, but C and I had an opportunity. We went to Hawaii, and we went to Ruth Chris. I had never been there before. And, Did um, we? Yeah, <laughs> at least six times. Yeah. And, and, Shout and, out to our baller friend, uh, Charles Arrington uh, Jr. Oh, we went breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We was at Ruth Chris. <laughs> Me and Candace was looking like, oh, okay, hold on, let's get. What I'm saying, you How heard much what, is the steak again? I know I just had it last night. Yeah, for real, for those of you listening, you heard what CJ said. Yeah. We went back six times, and it cost quite a bit of money to go, but we yeah. went back six times. Why? Because the, they love the food. Mm. They love the experience, what? you know, and even though they might have ordered something similar every time, mm-hmm. it was always fresh. Yeah. And so that I peeked that out when I would go to restaurants and, you know, you go to somebody like, no disrespect, let's just say chains. Right. And I'd be like, yo, the food bland, like mm-hmm. it's the food, it's this whack. Like it's not on the Ruth Chris level. It's not, you know what I'm saying? On the Joe's, you know, Joe's, they got a Joe's in, you know, oh, DC, yeah, they yeah. got a Joe's in Vegas, you know. Um, seafood and steak, you know, and so I realized that people love fresh food. You know what I'm saying? People love hot food. People love seasoned food. And most people are so caught up in themselves when they speak that they don't know, they're not really thinking about how, they, how, how, how does my food taste? Like I'm giving this to the masses. Is it bland? Is it like that, you know, that buffet that you get that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ah, it, it's all right. Or is it like Ruth Chris? Is it like Joe's? Is it mm-hmm. like fresh and hot. So for me, I'm always thinking like, yo, E, people have listened to thousands, thousands of hours of your message. You don't want to come in here and right. you open up your mouth and they re- repeat everything you said. It's like E hasn't grown. E said that last year, the year before, you know? And so for me, it's like, yo, E, you got to be fresh. And so what's fresh? The latest um, album that's hot, the mm-hmm. latest movie that's hot, you know, the latest sitcom that's hot, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and this air is hot it's like e, you gotta stay current and especially this generation man because these kids attention span is low you could be a bomb r&b singer a country singer a blue whatever rhythm and blue and then six months later they don't even know who you are so i'm like yo e you gotta keep up you know you gotta keep up with the times so just like the apple phone it's an update like yo e you gotta keep updating because if you don't keep updating you're gonna be obsolete and and the whole you know being able to adapt, I think that came from being homeless, you know, because when you're homeless, you, it's not any stability. You know, there's not this routine schedule, you know, this order. It's, it's kind of like out of chaos comes order. Mm-hmm. So you're in a very chaotic situation and every day you're trying to manage that so you can survive. So I think a part of the homelessness kind of spilled over, you know, into my, you know, daily life and just making sure I adapt when I need to adapt so that we can stay in this game, guys, and continue to be considered, you know, one of the best companies in the world. So you said Apple just now, man, I thought about this thing. Um, I don't know if y'all did updates on your phone recently. I know Apple sent them out often, but I remember seeing, I don't know if it was a research or someone, they were saying that the blue, the bluish light that comes from your phone, it actually does something with your brain, where if you're looking at it at night, like it affects your sleep. So if that's the last thing you're looking mm. at before you go to bed, like it's hard to fall. They're saying it's harder yeah, to fall. Yeah, yeah. Still be looking at that. 
the last update, Apple has an option where you could change the color on your phone. Mm. I was like, wow, so subtle. Like, it ain't even, like, it's so subtle, mm. but now your phone has a warmer color. Like, I, you could set the time that you want to go to that color. So now if you're going to bed, you're looking at a different color. So you're talking about staying fresh. Apple's staying fresh. They're paying attention to little details. You know, the research saying you ain't sleeping good, whatever. They're like, oh, we could fix that real quick. Next up, that boom. So, yeah, that. Yeah, I read that. I was like, that's huge. Master your craft. Uh Master it. Yo, let's transition into another segment we like to call Ask ET. This segment is brought to you by ETA uh, Grind Gear. Grind Gear, redefining the grind one day at a time. Listeners to this podcast can use the promo code SECRET TO SUCCESS to get an extra 20% off at checkout. Go check us out, man. We got some, I went by the warehouse today. We got some new inventory that's crazy. Honor Thy Craft t-shirts just came out. They are insane. Go get one of those uh, and and use the promo code. Uh, We're gonna jump right into it. I got some questions, a lot of questions on Twitter. Um, It says, okay, let's see. Um, This guy says, and his name is uh, Frankly Denny. Uh, I'm sorry, he didn't have a question. Oh, this guy says, Gary, the numbers guy, what is uh, your birthday? E, care to say your birthday? Oh, 7-3. Yep, 7-3. Se- seven, 7-3. Nine. Nine. I was like, what? I was like, what? 1738, my bad. I was somewhere else. I was like, do I really say what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's um, yep, 9-3, September 3rd, Virgo, baby, all day. Um, this guy says, Mr. Ray Photography says, if you feel like you're not comfortable with your craft just yet, is it best to do it free to get my credit up first? That's to CJ. Absolutely. Yeah, you better do it. You need to get your credit up. Yeah. You need to get your reps up. I talked about it, and yeah. I might have said it on the podcast before, and I don't care, but I'm going to say it again. When TNT called me and said, we're thinking about having, did I tell this already on the podcast? I can't I remember, know. y'all, but I'm going to tell it, it anyway, because y'all need to hear this. Yeah. When TNT called me um, to do a voiceover, they said they had three oh, different yeah. people that they were trying to figure out, yeah. you know, who to bring in. So they said, you know, would you like, um, would, would Eric Thomas like My to do this? And I said, absolutely. So they said, well, um, it's between him and two other candidates. How much do you charge? And I said, we don't charge anything. Yeah. And they were like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, mind you, he had already been speaking. We were making good money. The company was booming before. They called me like this wasn't like we just, you know, was hurting and we, we was trying to get on. But we had never done any voiceovers. We had never done any major voiceovers. So I knew this was our opportunity to get our foot in the door. So even though he had been speaking all over and doing this thing and people was taking every video and uploading it to other stuff. And it was technically he was doing voiceovers. We had never done voiceover work on that level. So I told TNT it's free. And they said, well, what do you mean free? I said, it's absolutely free. So they said, so we just got to pay his flight in this hotel? I said, nope, I'll pay for that too. I said, I just want him to get, they said, well, I guess what, guess what? Our minds made up and we opened, I think it was the 2013 season of the NBA on TNT. We opened up that season and I cannot tell y'all since that day, how many voiceovers we've done since then. And guess what? They ain't get them free. But guess what? When the next person called me and said, hey, we'd love to have Eric Thomas do it. I sent them the TNT one and said, before I charge you, I want you to look at this. This is the level we own. And we've been charging ever since. Some of you watching the Dick Sporting Goods commercial running that we got going right now on ESPN, all over the new Dick's commercial, things of that nature. But absolutely, if you have something, um, a a gift, and you want to gain that credibility, absolutely do it for free, document it, and then give it back out to the world. Yeah, and be real Um, about what's 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 his value. 
I'm not about to pay C uh, $45 for some Captain Crunch. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be real. I like Captain Crunch, but I ain't about to spend $45 on it because it's not, it, the value of it is not $45. You know, so some people got to be careful. People be coming to me all the time. First of all, you asking me to speak. You asking me to speak on my platform and then you telling me you're going to give me a discount of $10,000. I, I never asked you for it in the first place. Right, right. Why are you telling me how much it costs? I never asked you to do it. You asking me to do something for me to be on my platform, and you telling me how much you're going to... No, it don't work like that. So you also need to be careful. Don't overdo it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the market and be realistic about... I'm looking at a house right now that I cannot buy because my man, it, he got the house sweet, all the amenities, but he want a certain price for the house, but in that community is not the value. The, the, I'm talking about the highest, the highest three houses on the house ain't nowhere close to what my man right, is asking right. for. So you in the wrong neighborhood, buddy. You know what I'm saying? So you might think it's valued at that, but apparently the market don't think it's valued at that because you've been had your house on, your house been on the market for about two and a half years right. and nobody's bought it. Right. So it's, 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 it's over the market price. So just be careful with your gift that you're not charging ET. I'm charging. Who's ever paid you that? Who's ever given that to you? Where'd that number come from? Your mama gave you that number? That number came out your head? Or, is, or, or did you legitimately look at the market and say that this is value at this in the market? I'm not about to pay you $50,000 for your tricked out escort. You know what I'm saying? 89 escort with a spoiler kit on it. Yeah, I no give four hundred dollars right now for it. Cash. Four hundred. Cash. Yeah, cash. Uh, we got another question from Coach Underscore Alexander on Twitter. He says, "As a basketball coach, I grind 10, 11 months out of the year. How do you know when it's time to emphasize rest and spending time with family?" Oh, you okay? So when you' about to lose them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. When your wife tripping, when your wife, you know, it's like, what's going on? Like you feel it. See, like I'm. A, let me say this to you guys. Because we can't give them a number, guys, because people want to know. People love when you do black and white so they don't have to think. You know what I'm saying? Let me put it like this. I've been married for 25 years. I know how much time I need to give my wife every day for us to have an average relationship. Yeah. I know how much time I need to give her to have a great relationship. I know that she don't want me on the phone, period, when we together. Don't be on the Facebook, internet, whatever. She don't want nothing. She want my undivided attention. She want me to watch one of her little favorite shows with her. She want me to sit on the bed with her uh, while she's on the computer and act like I'm paying all the attention in the world. I know my son's going to text me two, three times a day. He's going to call me once for prayer on his way for a test. I know my daughter uh, want to talk to me before she go to school. And when she come home, she want to eat dinner together. And that's it. She in her room talking to You understand what I'm saying? Like, right, if right. you are any kind of human with any kind of common sense, you know how much time is required. I know I can't go a whole week without talking to Carl. We in business. Like, now I might miss two days, but by the third day, it's like, E, what's going on? What's the plan? What we doing here? You know what I'm saying? So any, anything you do, you know how much time as a coach that you need to give your players in order for them to be good, for them to be great. Yep. You know, so, yeah. So I'm saying use your spidey doggone senses. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and be able to evaluate. And when you know that they need that time, don't wait until you get, what's that called? Overdraft, don't do that. Make the deposits, make the small deposit daily. And I'm telling you, if you do that, your wife and your family is gonna be good. And then when you off season, you go all in. Off season, don't talk about basketball, don't think about basketball, you go all in with your family.
Yep. And so I'm going to do something different this week. We get a bunch of crazy questions. And so I just kind of like wanted to come up with a fun lightning round for E. Um, I got about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things here. And I just need you to answer them quick. All right. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Fruits or vegetables? Fruit. Blue or red? Orange red. <laughs> Pock or Biggie? Biggie. That's an argument. Right. No, no. Oh, that's an argument. It switched. Oh, I could. Yeah. It switched. Yeah. But now Biggie. Yeah. I used to be LeBron. So you see, the two can't coexist. Uh, magic or bird? Magic. Fork or spoon? Spoon. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. There it is. All right, cool. Lightning round is over. Hey, before we get to the nugget of the day, let me remind you guys that we have a conference coming up in Phoenix, May 14th, Phoenix, Arizona. If you can make it out, it's going to be crazy. We had a conference there a couple years ago, and it was great, man. Um, it, we're going to do it bigger and better this time. So the tickets, of course, are available at etinspires.com. You can go get those tickets there. Uh, this last segment uh, is brought to you by uh, Ryan, our, uh, our, our, our lovely cameraman over there who's running our Periscope today. Shout out, whoa. Shout out to Ryan and uh, the whole crew for, you know, helping us out. But the Periscope is running today. Hope you guys enjoyed it on Periscope. Wanted to give you guys a, a live look in. Are we going to put, oh, you know what I meant to tell you? Carl, can we put that track, the um, When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong? And we'll try to keep that, When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong, we'll try to keep that segment going as much as we can for you guys so that you can, um, you know, get, get a laugh on the inside look of what me and Carl have to go through. But can, let, can we put that track on the website? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So we're going to put that track up on the website, The Greatest, the Ali track that we played for you earlier in the podcast. Y'all can download it, um, have another laugh at it, and um, check that out. But also, Carl, um, so we got May 14th, and then do we got anything else? Any other announcements? Nope. Don't forget sure to just shout anything? out our BU crew that showed our that Breathe support, University man, crew in D.C. Oh, man. Well, Breathe University crew was crazy, of course. Um, love you guys, man. Breathe University. If you haven't checked it out already, go to breatheuniversity.com. We got packages start as low as $19.99, and you can be in all this fun stuff and do the stuff we do with our crew all the time, man. And the you know, brunch too, is the I forgot me and Carl yep. were talking today. A lot of people don't know about the audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we got. I'm telling y'all, we've been with. It's ten years we've been rocking with E, and we got audio from. I'm talking about the oh. first season of TGIM. It's all on iTunes. I wonder if people know like what we put out on YouTube and what we put out on the website or any audio or iTunes or I, Carl five percent. I'm talking about like it's so much content that we I mean put maybe five percent of the stuff we actually put up. Yeah. Like, he spoke, like, 72 times last week. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh, and I don't think we put up, like, literally maybe 5%. And so our Breathe You students get access to, you know, quite a bit more than, you know, everybody else gets access to. So if you're out there, man, you're thinking about joining, stop thinking about it. Jump into a community and a family that's actually making something happen. With that being said, I turn it over to my big brother for E.T.'s Nugget of the Day. Take us home. Yep. So listen to me, guys. And this might sound harsh. But this is classic E.T. Nobody cares about your story until you win. All right. Until you win, nobody, nobody was talking about the Golden State Warriors. No, people probably didn't know Golden State Warriors existed. Nobody knew where the stadium was. No, nobody knew nothing about that doggone team. Right. Until they what? won. Nobody was talking about the Chicago Bulls back in the day. 
Like, you know who the Chicago Bulls was. Till Michael Jordan came on the scene, they won six championships. You hear me? Nobody cares. Absolutely nobody cares about your little story until you become a winner, right? Until you do something significant. Until you blow up, right? Until you, until you take your life serious. Until you add value to your life, nobody else is going to take it serious. Are you hearing me? So do me a favor. It might take 100 million tries. It might take 10 billion tries. Like, I'm just throwing out a number. I don't care. But I'm telling you that if you want people to take you serious, you can't stop. Like, right, it might take $100,000 for you to pour into your business. It might take you knocking on 5 million doors before you blow up. I, I don't know. But I'm telling you, if you are a loser, if you lose, nobody's going to take you serious, right? KG's life changed when he went to Boston and won that championship. Are you hearing me? He's amongst the great now. So do me a favor. Nobody cares. And it's not a negative, but nobody's going to invest in you more than you invest in yourself. So do me a huge favor. Win. And I'm not talking about, it only take one championship. I think Coach Izzo for uh, Michigan State Spartan Basketball just made it to the Hall of Fame. He won one, one championship. And he's considered to be one of the greatest, right? The Buffalo Bills, we don't talk about them. Why? Because they went four times, but they never won. Win. I want you to commit the full day into winning, the full week, the full month, the full year. I want you to invest the rest of your life into becoming a winner because once you get on this side, baby, woo, let me tell you something. You got to work hard when you're a loser. You get on this side, woo, it's it, man. I just talked to a dude. They about to hook me up. I'm taking my wife to Vegas. They like, we're going to eat tea. We're putting you on the VIP. We're going to give you this. We're going to do this. And can me and my boss sit down and have the boss of the doggone hotel? Can we sit down and have lunch with you? When you get on this side, you get discounts. When you get on this side, people give you stuff for free. When you become a winner, people want to associate with you. People want to, can I open up for you? Can we sponsor your, when you become a winner, it's a whole different world. So if you want to live and experience a different world, Come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on on the winning side. Mm. And just like that, y'all, we out. Go leave us a review on iTunes. We appreciate y'all listening. Tell a friend about it. See ya. That's my time. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.